Do you want to come over and put your thoughts on Mike here about the movie Endgame? The, the movie that I will remind you is tracking to be the most successful movie of all time right now. I could give two figs. You can swear on this. But I, I won't because I don't want our son to actually know that I Honey, curse. Honey, let me get this straight. Let me, let me get this straight. Wait, wait, wait. In that scenario, however, that means that our son is listening to this podcast. His own mother doesn't listen to the podcast. Why are we entertaining the notion that he will? Well, someday when he's older. Someday when he's older, he's going to listen back on maybe, a, and this like a 15-year-old podcast. He listens to. I, if that is true, then all I can assume is that the apocalypse has arrived and we are the only podcast remaining. We're the cockroach of podcasts. No, but someday, New slogan. Someday he may, he may want to listen to this lovely piece of work. <laughs> Yeah, everybody, welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and apparently scare the crap out of my wife with an intro. So my name is Chris Treble. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. Hello. What? 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 Sarah's... What? (laughs) No, that was gold. No, that was gold. Don't, Don't refute me on this. Trust me, that was podcasting gold. Just reassure her she didn't swear on it. You didn't swear on it. Relax. Andrew wants to make it very clear that you didn't swear, so it's okay. We can bleep it. Do you, would you prefer it if we bleeped it? <laughs> no, just any of the swearing. So that when we give it to Emerson... Oh, that would be so good. I'm definitely going to bleep out the non-swears she used. Andrew said he's going to bleep out the figs. Yeah. By the way, can I just point out, my wife doesn't want my child to think that she swears. She does swear. She's just trying to create some sort of false narrative. It's only a matter of time before she starts swearing in front of him. Well, yeah, but that's the thing is that she's, it's not that she doesn't swear. She just wants him to think that she doesn't. And I, however, do swear and have no problem letting him know my true self. Okay. So who's the better parent? You decide. But decide that it's me. <laughs> Chris. Yes. I'm going to skip us forward a little bit. Okay. And I'm going to say uh, DC. Yep. There you go. Excellent. Well, it doesn't matter because DC didn't put out any news and really neither did anybody else. <laughs> because let's be honest, Endgame happened and who gives a shit of anything else in the world <laughs> after that happened? So I have a couple of different things that I'll talk about. Um, you have a couple of different things. We'll, we'll probably keep this pretty brief. Basically, we're just kind of sweeping up any of the uh, other stuff that we might have missed since the last time we, we recorded. First of all, I got to start off with this. Peter Mayhew died, and that sucks. Oh, it's so sad. Yes, it's very sad. Now, he had a good long life. Yeah, especially with his... He had like a crazy... like I think the life expectancy with that is pretty young. His height was not due to gigantism. But at minimum, people who are that tall have a lot more health problems. Like, he had double knee surgery. Oh, 100%. No, I'm not saying that he didn't have health problems. I'm just right, saying Right, right, that- right. So at, so at minimum, like, the life expectancy of someone that tall is 
pretty low. True facts. Obviously, the original Chewbacca, he was 74 when he passed away. Uh, by all accounts, not only was he obviously created the character of Chewbacca and gave it life and gave it all of its heart, but he epitomized what it is to find success in a thing and then not let it overtake you. He loved the fans. He loved going to the conventions. He was apparently nice to everyone he met. Yeah, I was going to say he dove into that world more than anyone else from those movies, right? Yes. You know, it's so easy for an actor to, once they hit kind of an iconic role that they're just known for that role, to try and shy away from it. You see countless examples of that, whether it's Leonard Nimoy or... or Anthony Daniels. I mean, other examples from... Star Wars, uh, Alec Guinness. Uh, yeah, uh, Harrison Ford to a huge yeah, extent. Everyone. <laughs> Mark Hamill couldn't get work for like 30 years because of those movies. Right. And so it's easy for people to kind of shy away and try and shun that that spotlight and shun that role. And he did quite the opposite. He never held it against anyone for being a fan or for anything like that. Uh, you know, he was nice to everyone. He dove into the conventions. He was he went to a lot of them talked with people, signed things, interacted, got involved, loved and embraced the fact that he was Chewbacca and that he was this character that meant so much to so many people. So for that, I mean, he's just, he was a fantastic guy. So he's definitely going to be missed. I actually have a couple facts and a couple quotes if you'd like to hear them. Go for it. There was a convention he was supposed to go to, I think it was like yesterday. Uh, and since he passed, they didn't shut it down. They just instead of having a place for him to sign they left like a guest book for fans to write notes and talk about and write about how much they miss him and what he meant to them and they uh there's a bunch of flowers on the desk and people have left gifts and there's also a donation box for his charities that he he founded really really nice that's absolutely beautiful that really is amazing he actually had the option of playing either darth vader or chewbacca david prouse did as well George Lucas left it up to the two of them to decide. Mayhew chose Chewbacca because he wanted to play a hero, while Prowse chose Darth Vader because he wanted to play a villain. Interesting. I didn't know. I knew that Prowse was kind of in the running for both Vader and Chewbacca until... Yeah, they were both super tall. But that's interesting. I didn't know that. Peter Mayhew actually fell sick while filming Empire, so the director brought in another actor to play Chewbacca. All the footage, though, was scrapped and reshot after Mayhew recovered because the double's body movements didn't match Mayhew's. Interesting. And now I've got a few quotes of his as well that struck me. He said, It's curious that when you look down at people, you see their defects, their irregularities more clearly. I like my bird's eye view. I think it's what gives Chewie his pride, his bigness, bigness of heart. Mm. He also said, When I go to restaurants, I can never get my legs under the table. I bump my head in planes. People who sit behind me in the theater hate me, but I've given up on apologizing to the world. That's fantastic. I know. The last one I have is, and this goes back to what we were talking about. Star Wars has been the best thing that ever happened to me. In the past 25 years, I've been able to travel all over the world and get paid for it. I never had to pay for a thing. I can go out in public without being recognized. If I want to be recognized in public, it will happen. Star Wars was great to me. I'm set for life. And that's the attitude you gotta have. Yeah. Great dude. Great actor. Great Chewbacca. Absolutely. Chris... Have you ever looked into the eyes of Satan and seen an evil so vile you pondered on the necessity of life and questioned whether humanity had any worth at all? Andrew, what are you talking about? You know I'm married. Ha <laughs> ha! Got her. She doesn't even know it. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, the title character of Sonic the Hedgehog is getting a redesign. <laughs> After immense backlash to the new trailer, Jeff Fowler, the director, Paramount Pictures, and Sega are changing the character design to one that is closer to the video games franchise. Fowler confirmed this on Twitter by saying, <laughs> by saying, thank you for the support and the criticism. I want to point out, thank you for the support, period, full stop. And the criticism, period. Yeah. The message is loud and clear. You aren't happy with the design and you want changes. It's going to happen. Everyone at Paramount and Sega are fully committed to making this character the best he can be. Sonic the Hedgehog hits theaters in six months on November 8th. Can they fix this? Um, no, because the problem isn't with the design. It's with the movie. I had this same conversation with someone at work that it's a huge problem, right? But that's not the reason we're not going to see this movie. Right. But that's the thing. But I will say this towards the fans who are still outraged at the look. Why are you caring at this moment? Yeah. Like why this is because here's the thing. I understand when the, when the stills first came out, you hating the look and everything like that. Then the trailer came out and you saw that this, this movie is a steaming pile of crap. (laughs) So at that point, why do you care what he looks like? Let them. Why does it matter? It looks like a toddler in a onesie. But that's the thing is, no one's going to go see this movie anyway. It doesn't matter. This movie looks terrible. The plot looks terrible. It doesn't matter. And so why are the fans what is like... Jim Carrey doing in this movie? This is what I'm saying. It just doesn't... None of this is important. So... Stop complaining about the de- like. Why complain so much that they're going to go redesign the whole thing all over again? Why not just be like, well, the design sucks, and then you saw the trailer and saw the movie sucks, and goes, oh well, I'm not going to go see it anyway. So why do I care what he looks like? He can look any. They can make him purple. It doesn't matter. I don't care. It doesn't matter. We're not going to go see this movie. So why do you care what he looks like? Why would you care that he looks good in a bad movie? Why not worry if he looks good in a good movie? If the trailer came out and you were like, this looks amazing, but his design looks terrible, then that's one thing. But who gives a sh- You're not seeing this movie anyway. Why hound these people about what he looks like when you're not going to the theater? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good point. Like, if we, if we saw a trailer, if we saw the trailer for Batman and Robin as it was, right, with, like, Mr. Freeze played by Arnold Schwarzenegger and all that garbage. Right. But Batman was dressed in, like, I don't even know what, you know. Like, he didn't have a cape. His mask looked weird. He was wearing he was wearing a sombrero and sandals. Right. We would not be upset that he did not look like Batman. <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. Why demand that they go back and fix this mistake when you're not going to pay for this ticket anyway? You know? Endgame I was in for. I knew I was going to buy a ticket to that. If the trailer for Endgame came out and it looked amazing the way that it looked in that first trailer, but, you know, Thanos was a neon pink the whole time. Well, reportedly, it's interesting you bring that up. Reportedly, you know the um, time travel suits they have? Yeah. Those were going to be their outfits for that whole part of the movie. Right. They weren't going to disappear. Right. But they looked super weird, and after they started showing them to audiences, they changed it. Right, but that's what I mean. Like, that's something to complain over, because right. you're going to go to that movie anyway. If, that, if it's that one thing, right. and you want to make, for some reason, you want to also... You know, none of this is important anyway, because it's a fucking movie. But that's, I guess, beside the point. <laughs> but if that's going to be the one hang up, and you want to voice your opinion about that and see if it can get changed. Great. Because you're going to that movie, you're going to put down dollars. But we all know you're not putting down dollars for Sonic the Hedgehog. We all saw the trailer. James Marsden plays a cop in the real world. They're in the middle of 
Tennessee or something. I don't even know where they are. It doesn't matter. You're not going to the movie. I believe Sonic the Hedgehog was born in Nebraska. Apparently, he's from Arkansas. Who gives a shit? Like, you're not going. No, I think he was. Doesn't. Birth state. I think think he was born in Nebraska. Doesn't. Like, just. Why are people caring about this design anymore? That why that's the least of the problems with this movie. That is the least of the problems with this movie. You're gonna they're gonna fix this design. Yeah, he was born in Nebraska. Interesting, dude. Can we just take a minute to appreciate that? I knew that Sonic the Hedgehog was born in Nebraska. I'm astounded by this. <laughs> by the way, was it? Remind me again. Did you go to a Sonic the Hedgehog panel at Comic Con? I sure did. And then had to. This is the one that you were like, "This is you got to tell me about these people." It was incredible. Uh, I've been meaning to put that up on Patreon because I recorded the audio. Okay. My phone bricked like two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. And I got a new one. Anything I had on there, I think, is gone. But I think I already moved it to my computer. So I'm going to try to find that. But it was... Right. I remember you telling me these are these are a special kind of fan base. It was amazing. Like, yeah. Melinda checked in with me at one point because she's a Sonic the Hedgehog fan. Uh, that's why we went to the panel. Right. And she, like, I think after it was over, she was like, how'd you handle it? And I was like, this was the most incredible thing that I have ever witnessed. Right. And I didn't, I, I had to explain to her, I don't mean that sarcastically. It was the most incredible thing I had ever witnessed. Yeah, because you said they got really intense. Oh, what an anthropological nightmare. <laughs> That's amazing. That's awesome. Anthropological. Wow. <laughs> Holy crap. Should we talk some Star Wars? We haven't actually talked about the trailer for for the new Star Wars movie. Oh yeah, for Rise of the Skywalker. Yes. So the the trailer for Rise of the Skywalker came out. Did we talk about it? I don't think we have. Right? No, no, we have. No, we have not. Okay. The trailer for the new Star Wars movie, Star Wars: Rise of the Skywalker, came out. First of all, trailer wise, what do you think? How's it look? Uh, great. I mean, they don't show much, which is good. Yeah. Um, we get one really cool thing. Right. And uh, that's basically it. And I'm a little put off by how many scenes there appear to be where, like, like it's very clear that Ray is not hugging Carrie Fisher, right? Really? I don't, see, that didn't... To me, it is. Uh, okay. There's a couple parts that are, like, you see her from the back or, like, it's just her hand. Right. Or something like that. And I'm like, it looks like it was made after the fact, you know? Right. Well, it might, and it might have been. They said the scenes that Carrie Fisher are going to be in were actually scenes that were shot for the other two movies, I believe. Right. And then they're going to re-kind of configure them. So there there might be a little bit of that. Also, uh, you know, when it comes to a trailer, you know, they're splicing these scenes for the trailer together before the finished product. And so they could clean this up slightly. Yeah. Um, and it might look a little bit tighter. And usually when... Well, and it's possible as well that we've seen the only times when that happens are in the trailer. Right. Yeah. And, you know, knowing J.J. Abrams, he could be like, yeah, that's the worst part of the movie. Throw that in the trailer, you know, because I don't I don't want to show any of the good stuff. Right, 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 right. This is just enough to get it across that this can happen. Yeah. How do we... What do you think of the title? It's fine. I mean, it's hard to tell without knowing what the story is, right? Yeah, it's a little confusing. The title feels slightly clunky to me. I think because they used a proper noun in it. I mean, I guess Jedi is technically a proper noun as well. I have a hunch that Skywalker will not refer to a person. Yes, I have a hunch as well. But it just feels like a little on the nose to me, I think. 
Something about it feels a little... I think that it's going to be synonymous with Return of the Jedi, that Skywalker will refer to a new sect of Jedi training. Yes, I I believe that you're right as well. Can I just say, I think they've all but confirmed this, that the cackling at the end is the Emperor. Although the first time I watched this trailer, and I'll even throw this in, not just me, but Sarah as well, we both watched at the same time. Neither of us thought that was the Emperor. Both of us thought that was Luke. Oh, I thought it was Snoke. It sounded slightly... Jokery? Yeah. It, when I heard <laughs> yeah. it, I thought it was that. And also, so it's the laughing and then the word Skywalker appears. Right. And the, I, maybe those two married together. I was like, is Skywalker, is he evil? Did they turn him bad? Do you know what I mean? Like Rise of the Skywalker could be... There's a, a tie-in comic where someone has cloned Luke Skywalker off of the hand he lost in Cloud City and made an evil Skywalker. Yes, I've heard of this, yeah. But at first I was like, well, is it possible that maybe he somehow comes back but is decided... Because he's like in The Last Jedi, he was kind of, you know, not exactly the most tried and true also not the most staple that's what i'm saying yeah and so i could see that happening i don't now they i think they have said that wasn't him laughing that that was in fact what's his name that plays the emperor but i will it, say it that has been confirmed that it was him it, it, it's um ian mcdermott because he actually spoiled it but he did it really well before the trailer came out he was at a convention he was at the star wars convention is that what it was a week before the the trailer came out and someone was talking to him about the emperor and he said something like uh yeah i mean little do they know the emperor always gets the last laugh so to speak oh really interesting yeah and he said some other stuff too that were like like they said uh oh it's interesting that his arc ends where it ends and he said something that was like, yeah, and who knows what's going to happen in the future, you know? Yeah, <laughs> he was all but basically like, I'm so excited to finally get another paycheck. Also, speaking of Star Wars trailers, did you see the trailer for Jedi Fallen Order, the new video game? No, not yet. Oh, that one you should watch because that one looks amazing. So check that out as well. Well, I was going to make a joke about a Starbucks cup appearing in the latest Game of Thrones episode, but I don't know enough about the show or the coffee to be able to do that. Sarah and I have started binging our way through all of Game of Thrones. And hold on a second. Are you watching an episode right now? You should not. I told her not that she's not allowed to watch Game of Thrones without me. She's threatening to do it anyway. Didn't you watch all of Stranger Things? I, no, I, first of all, no, yes, I did finish the second season of Stranger Things while she was recovering from having our child. That was, that did, that is a thing that occurred. Yes. But I maintain that it was okay for me to do because she was taking too long. (laughs) I was going to say it's because it's your job. You're a podcaster. So, yes, it was an occupational thing. I had to watch Stranger Things for the podcast. All right, let's get back to this. In the most recent episode of the series titled The Last of the Starks, should have been called The Last of the Starbucks, there's a scene where you can clearly see a modern-day coffee cup sitting on a table right in front of din- dineries. Yep. Din- dineries? Dineris? 
Daenerys. Daenerys. Sure. The coffee cup makes its appearance about 17 minutes and 50 seconds into the episode. And as you might expect, the internet has been making fun of the mistake. HBO responded to the coffee cup saying, quote, The latte that appeared in the episode was a mistake. Daenerys had ordered an herbal tea. For the record, an herbal tea actually comes in the same cup as a coffee at Starbucks. But that's neither here nor there. I wrote down a handful of these. And I'm going to give them a try. These are the ones that didn't make the cut. Okay. Brace yourselves. Folgers is coming. <laughs> what do we say to the god of coffee? Not latte. That's pretty good. I like that one. I googled Game of Thrones coffee puns and found the coffee is dark and full of flavor. But I have no idea what that's a reference to. I feel like I don't know what that's a reference to yet either. Keep going. John Snolgers. That was pretty good. The best part of waking up is finding out you weren't murdered in your fucking sleep. I mean, that's just an everyday philosophy for me. And I asked Melinda if she could give me a Game of Thrones coffee pun, and she just responded with, The Lord of Light Roast. Yes, that's a good one. That is very well done. Excellent. All right, that's all I got. Okay, fantastic. (laughs) Okay. Let's talk about a Spider-Man trailer. Yeah, I was going to say, let's just talk about the Spider-Man trailer and then wrap this shit up. So the new Far From Home trailer, trailer number D, came out. Um, and, you know, we talked about the first trailer and it what we loved about it is that it didn't reveal really anything about the plot. Just kind of gave you a good overall feeling of what the movie is going to be. Well, it which, revealed a lot about what we thought the plot was and all of it was wrong. Right. And then this trailer came out and... Boy, did it release a whole lot of stuff. Wow. Yeah. So we talked a little bit about it on the uh, Patreon episode. So if you want to donate and throw us a couple of bucks, you can actually listen to some thoughts on this. But overall, are we... uh, Let me just ask this. Are we getting into the homecoming territory of too much information in these trailers again. I mean, you know, that remains to be seen, but my guess is no. My gut tells me that this is like the first 20 minutes of the movie. The tip of the iceberg? Yeah. Yeah. So actually, my gut tells me the same thing, that knowing that piece of information actually isn't the giant twist. I think I still could have gone without knowing it, but it isn't the giant twist. I feel like there's still more to reveal. I mean, the Homecoming trailer kind of beat for beat went over the entire plot. But I disagree. I, I think it did a great job of keeping the plot from us. No, the Homecoming trailer, not... The first one. Yeah, I thought the movie was going to be about Iron Man and Peter Parker saving the day, but Iron Man was barely in it. Like, they showed us a lot of the cooler stuff. Like, they showed us him saving the fairy, but even that was only part of it. Right, but then they also showed, like... Iron Man taking the suit away or, or telling him that he's not worthy of the suit. I felt like I knew what the plot, whole plot of that movie was going to be just by watching the first trailer. I thought I was very surprised by it when I saw yeah, it. Yeah, but you're a dunce. So <laughs> you're, you can barely hold your attention more than 30 seconds. You have the attention span of a chimp. At least I can form a sentence. Jesus fucking Christ. I lost interest in the sentence halfway through. So... I win. All right, so here's what I want to talk about with the trailer. This is the most important thing about the trailer. The opening spoiler warning from Tom Holland, which is the most ironic fucking thing that Marvel has ever put out. Is it not? Part of me 
was expecting him to say, if you haven't seen Avengers Endgame yet, stop watching right now, because I don't want to accidentally spoil that Thor gets fat, or that Hawkeye lost his whole family in the snap, or that the Hulk merges with Bruce Banner. Oh God, leave! I Here's what I think. I think that Marvel sent him a memo about the, the uh, Far From Home trailer, and he thought that was a script. And so he read it on camera. And they're like, no, Tom, that was for you. Okay? That's for you. Do not... Here's an important question. Do you think he starts all of his conversations with that warning? (laughs) If you haven't seen Avengers Endgame yet, just walk away from me right now. Leave this conversation. I won't be offended. And then then he has a five-second pause, and then he goes, I'll take a tall hazelnut. Thank you. All right, what name should I put on that? Tony Stark dies. <laughs> you know when that happens, somewhere Benedict Cumberbatch is like, huh, Tom Holland just spoiled something. Yeah, that's Benedict Cumberbatch's real superpower. <laughs> all right, but in all seriousness, this is the last thought I have on the trailer. It's the first time we hear the phrase Captain Marvel. Did you notice that? It is. You're right. It didn't even occur to me, but it is the first time we hear that. Very nonchalant. Yeah. I mean, is this just something that happened in the five years? I would assume so. I would assume that's something that happened in the five years. Because everyone on Endgame calls her Danvers. But that's what Spider-Man does. That's what Peter Parker does. He calls everyone by that name, by their, like, whatever name. Yeah, I think that in the five-year gap, they started using the term Captain Marvel. I think also, my question is... Are they going to address the five-year difference? Because technically it's 2024 in this movie. Right. Is there ever going to be... A, and for really for the rest of the movies now, it's five years ahead. Is there ever going to be a time when they catch us up? I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know how either. It would require Marvel to either take a five-year break or right. put out movies that all take place in the same year. Do you know what I mean? Like they would all take place within 2024 right like five years worth of movies that all take place at the same time yeah that took place in one year span which it actually doesn't sound completely undoable yeah that would be pretty cool i was gonna say the only other option is doing time travel again right you know but for five years that really doesn't seem worth it yeah i presume they're gonna address it it's interesting that all of the main characters from homecoming were lost in the snap right I found I find that if that's really the case, I'm I might have a slight problem with that. It's too easy. It's too coincidental. Do you think any of those characters were added into the trailer? No, I think they're all really in the movie. I think they're all. It's all true. I just think because is Peter Parker a senior in high school in Homecoming? What grade is he in? He's a sophomore. Okay, so yeah, even without the snap, all of them would have. Some of them would have graduated, something like that. Yeah, I just find it odd that all of those main characters all would have been snapped away. Which I guess isn't, like, the most unrealistic thing, but it just... Yeah, I mean, it's 50-50, right? Yeah. But yeah, I guess, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens with them. Yeah, it's hard to put a judgment on it before we see it. Right. All right, any last thoughts on that trailer? No, I'm excited to see it. Looks great. I'm... Yeah, it looks amazing. Looks fantastic. All right, let's wrap this up. This is enough is enough. Good Lord. Hey, Andrew. Oh, what? I'm just going to do this quick. 
Where can they find us? They can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, and SoundCloud.com slash The Media Lunch Break. They can also find us on Twitter.com, where our handle is at Media Lunch Break. You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram. You can find us on YouTube.com slash The Media Lunch Break. You can go to our Patreon at Patreon.com slash The Media Lunch Break and get uh, all the, the cool things, even our predictions. We actually, I was going to say, I forgot, the we predicted the multiverse in this movie for Endgame. I was, yes, I, there was one little piece of my... I bring that up. That was your thought. Yeah, I know. Your idea was I that know. we would do that. I was totally right on that. So let that be known. So if you if you all had been chipping in on Patreon, you would know that. You would have, that we predicted the multiverse. It's still up there now. You can do that right now. Go to patreon.com slash the media lunch break. Give us a couple bucks and you can listen to our prediction where we were right uh, out of nowhere. It's so weird to say that Chris was right about something. Right? It's weird to hear it. The likelihood was already very small. Uh, you can also send us an email at themedialunchbreak at gmail.com and you can visit our website at www.themedialunchbreak.com. So to review, if you're listening out there in the void, if you hear anyone talk about the multiverse, it was my idea, okay? This, you have to you have to quote me so to review the two things you have to if you see anything on the internet about the multiverse in the MCU or Chris Hamsworth <laughs> you have to attribute it to us and it's ours we thought of it first it was totally our call I forgot about Chris Hamsworth 100% us and you have to anywhere you see it if it's on YouTube if it's on an article anything you have to literally give us credit for it I'm gonna trademark chris hamsworth before this episode airs yeah you should <laughs> yeah it's already since it's already on here it's intellectual property so that's true it's proof that we created it yep absolutely yes i'm so proud of these both those two things are the shining achievement of my entire life <laughs> this and your weird long joke about oj simpson is that who it was i'm very proud of the oj simpson joke that's gonna go on the it's going on the. i think this might top it i think chris hamsworth is topping it might be it might be i know he wants some toppings you know what i'm saying yeah some nice pineapple glaze (laughs) all right let's get the hell out of here all right goodbye everyone please stop listening to this it's been long enough jesus christ I can leave this to my son. I hope he's not expecting any inheritance because it's just going to be this. So sorry about college, but here you go, buddy. Enjoy.